conflict resolution, I think, has been one of the biggest things we've seen is people are a little bit quicker to get irritated. They can't quite get their words out because for a while they haven't had to to deal with each other face to face. And so you add a, a more stressful and intense situation. It's forcing them to get back to that level of, hey, we have two different ideas of how to approach this objective. You have the knowledge, the experience, and the talent needed to succeed. But in the day and age we live in, skill is not enough. Your story is the most powerful tool in your arsenal. This show will help you tap into that resource and learn how to leverage your message to gain deeper influence and build a lasting legacy. Tune in each week as thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and authors share how they built empires on the backs of their story. You're listening to Stories That Sell with your host, Scott Ramage. Everybody, today I have Whitney Lindsay, and this is going to be a little bit of a treat. Whitney served in the U.S. Army as an aviation officer, uh, helicopter pilot, actually, and spent four years with the U.S. service as a wildland fighter. Uh, she's now director of operations at Heligunner, and I'm not even going to say what that is. I got to do a little bit of their stuff, and I was like, I have to get this lady on the podcast. Welcome to the show, Whitney. It's a pleasure to be here, Scott. So uh, I kind of dropped the ball. The Forest Service. You worked for the Forest Service doing wildfire. So that's correct. Yeah. So were you the were you the person like dipping the buckets and dropping water, or what was your deal? So I was actually on the ground with all the fellas as their version of the infantry is how I like to describe wildland fire. So I was actually part of a Type Two A hand crew. So we were on the ground digging line. Um, and making breaks for the fire, as well as doing some controlled burns and back burns. Wow. Yeah, that's hard work. Yeah, it was. Keeping yeah. up with those 18-year-olds, it uh, got challenging at times. Good workout, <laughs> for oh, sure. Absolutely. I have a buddy that does... Uh, I never understood the level of operation involved in wildland firefighting. He does uh, security for it, and he has a whole operation where it's it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. It is. With some of those big fires that you see, the amount of money that gets thrown into them is insane. And yeah. you also have a lot of equipment that comes in, a lot of medical supplies, emergency supplies, and sometimes they'll drop them off at these little depots. Mm -hmm. And they have to be guarded because you always get those opportunistic individuals where everyone else is coming together and doing good. You know, <laughs> you get those who see, okay, this is a you know, $250,000 tractor that's just sitting here. Hmm, hmm, so. What can we do with this? <laughs> exactly. We appreciate the security that we get on fires because we definitely need it when we're gone on a 12 to 14 hour shift. Yeah. He tells me he hires specifically just ex-military or, you know, retired military or even um, reserve, whatever, because he said it's, it's pretty serious work. So uh, the things you learn, but let's talk about Heligunner. Now I'll give a little background. Um, I have a friend who works for Heligunner, I believe, uh, Jeff Brown, and I've known him for probably four years. And he reached out to me and said, hey, would you drive down here? And you guys are north of the, the Austin area, if I have that right. And and right. and just come do a little bit of um, an experience. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, three hour drive. Why not? <laughs> but uh, I brought my family. It was absolutely a blast. But I know that Heligunner is more than just... Um, we were, we were, we were doing airsoft, like situational 
combat situation, like we got a little bit of briefing and trainings. We had leaders and we were out there shooting. My wife got hit right in the forehead, had a nice welt between her eyes. (laughs) But we had a blast. I mean, my whole family was there and we just did one, one, I think two missions or one, two missions. Anyway, it was, it was a ton of fun, but let's go a little deeper than me just saying airsoft and getting shot in the forehead. Uh, What exactly do you guys do at Heligunner? So at Hello Gunner, we are a central or Texas-based company, but we operate all over the state as well as outside the state um, in places like Colorado near Grand Junction. Mm. So we have aerial gunnery services where we teach uh, law enforcement to shoot guns from helicopters. We also open it up to civilians to give them a unique once-in-a-lifetime experience to come and, hey, we'll show you an AR platform. We'll teach you how to use it safely. We'll give you a proper safety brief in our helicopter, and we'll take you up and run you through an aerial gunnery course where we set up our own steel targets from AR-15 targets, and we just give them a really good time. We also have a hog hunting program, which if you go onto our website, it kind of breaks that down into more detail, but we do disaster response, um, tactical training, and then our recent venture that we started last year is military simulated missions, which you got to join us for on demo day. Now, our military simulated missions are broken up into two different sectors. One is geared towards corporate team building events, where we use military style training, um, leadership development, and team techniques to put people outside of their comfort zone and kind of, we like to say they're forged in fire, you know, right? because... Honestly, the corporate environment has changed so much, especially since 2020. A lot of people went to working at home and when they're told, hey, you got to get back into the office again, they're like, oh, I got to deal with people. I got to deal with high stress. And so it, it just creates something different than sitting at a PowerPoint presentation or doing like those box lunch dinners around, you know, a big table. It's like, okay, we're going to give you some skills to communicate, to work with each other, to work under stress, and we're going to make it fun. So we'll run people through four different mock military missions where we have helicopters, military vehicles, pyrotechnics, as well as our team leads, one of them being Jeff Brown, and the other is a gentleman named Blake Gill, and they're both Army combat veterans. So for us, when we show people, hey, this is a taste of the military life, you're also getting actual training from people who have been there. They've done that. They've lived it. And they're bringing it down to a level where it's not meant to cause stress to someone who has no military training. It's meant to be fun and developmental. Um, When we're not doing corporate team building events, however, we'll also take these same four military missions and change them up for special events, bachelor, bachelorette parties, um, birthday parties, family reunions, you name it. We can custom tailor these events for any special occasion. Yeah, that's, it's awesome. I mean, first of all, I was bummed. I didn't get to do the helicopter stuff, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to be coming back. I'm going to figure out how to run a group through this. And you're right. Those types of situations show breakdown in communication. They show effective communication, missed or ineffective communication. One thing that I went away going is like, wow, how many times would I have been killed if that were real? (laughs) (laughs) seriously though i mean it's like you're thinking we fantasize about you know a military situation or or a a war or firefight situation like oh yeah like just you know 
And <laughs> I remember laying, it's laying on the ground behind an embankment. And I'm like, I don't know if that's all of the fire, you know, the airsoft hitting all the embankment, just hitting me nonstop, or if I'm actually getting hit. But the whole thing was like terrifying thinking about the reality of that and how, how you would physiologically and emotionally respond to it. So it was awesome. Ooh. Awesome to do that without the, uh, the risk of dying. Uh, and then of course, Jeff's telling me, oh, and this is what we do with the, the helicopter. I think we had some, um, some weather things that kept us from that, but the pyrotechnics that really adds a level of reality. And also, um, you know, you can't, you can't prepare, you can't prepare right. for something exploding <laughs> behind you. So anyway, I guess all that to say, it was an awesome experience. Um, how long have you been doing these different experiences? I mean, what, what's your real focus now? I mean, you've got like five different things you've talked about there. Yeah. So we actually got our start with aerial gunnery. Um, we worked with Texas DPS, the founder of Hello Gunner, a gentleman named Jeremy Stillman, actually was kind of approached with the situation like, hey, we're looking to start an aerial gunnery program. And Jeremy's like, hey, I got you. And so Jeremy owns Hello Gunner. He also owns AR-15 targets that make steel targets. So he's like, I will help you build a program. And so we designed the program for Texas DPS. And from there, it's like, hey, we can also create a really unique experience for civilians. And we just slowly started branching out to that and to hog hunting. We have been a part of the community a lot for disaster response, as well as providing aircraft and operations for law enforcement as well, um, with just our helicopters. Um, all of our helicopters and our pilots are contracted from various um, entities across the state of Texas, which gives us a lot of flexibility. So with these military simulated experiences, this started off as a brainchild last year where it's like, you know, we have all of these veterans, a lot of veterans in our organization and a lot of current and prior law enforcement. Why don't we take some of these skills and expand it beyond just aerial gunnery, mm -hmm. beyond just hog hunting? And that's kind of where this military simulation idea came from. And then we started to branch out a little bit further and thought, well, if we're going to create these military simulated missions, what do we used to use them for in the military? Developing leaders, teaching people how to follow, teaching them how to work together, teaching them how to problem solve and come up with creative solutions. Because like you said, when the bullets start flying, or in this case, the airsoft pellets start flying, a lot goes out the window. And you, you think in your head, like, oh, I've got this. If, if there's a active shooter situation, or if there's like a big explosion somewhere, like I'm going to respond, but you never know until you get a taste of these situations, how you are going to respond. And it's, it's really interesting to see people who have no military experience. I think they are Jeff and Blade's favorite individuals to work with, you know, cause they're blank slates. Yeah. They come in like, Hey, we're going to give you this, you know, mission briefing and we're going to throw you into it. And it's so cool to see how people respond and they just absorb everything like sponges. And Jeff and Blade are fantastic guys. They are so calm, so patient, and they're really good teachers. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed both of them and learned. It was real interesting because I did, you know, two different, I don't know if they were missions or experiences uh, and switched in between. And it, 
almost completely different styles, really. I mean, the idea was the same. Of course, the role was different too, but the yeah. communication was different. But it's all in that in that um, in that stressful scenario. But what I learned was, and I, I know this from running businesses and whatever, but in you think a lot of times you think you're saying something that's clear, but it really mm -hmm. isn't clear. And I, I would guess that communication is probably one of the biggest outcomes of that. So what kind of feedback have you gotten? What have you guys observed with, with maybe corporate clients or groups that work together that have come in? Absolutely. So one thing that we have noticed a lot of is people have kind of that verbal communication skill has really broke down a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if a lot of it had to do with the fact that so many of us were in isolation there for a bit during 2020 and then getting used to Zoom meetings or, you know, Skype calls or, you know, whatever platform that you're using at the time. And conflict resolution, I think, has been one of the biggest things we've seen is people are a little bit quicker to get irritated. They can't quite get their words out because for a while, they haven't had to to deal with each other face to face. And so you add a, a more stressful and intense situation, it's forcing them to get back to that level of, hey, we have two different ideas of how to approach this objective. And it's really unique to see Jeff and Blake come in there and they'll kind of guide them through the thought, you know, you know, the problem solving process and help them find their words. I know that sounds corny, but that's one of the things I love about these missions is seeing these different corporations come through and employees from so many different backgrounds to those who work in construction, to those who sit behind desks, they're being forced to communicate with each other again, face to face in a stressful situation. And I think that's been one of the coolest things to see. And everyone has gotten through it just fine, but some of them will kind of get to that level at the end of mission one and some not till mission four starts. Will they mm. be like, aha, I got it. Hey, before we get started, imagine having a team of virtual assistants helping you out with everything from scheduling appointments, nurturing leads, processing payments, sending out marketing emails, creating content, managing your social media accounts, and so much more. The Ace for Gyms is here to make sure your business runs as smoothly as possible so that you can focus on what matters most serving your clients. We offer a wide range of services that will completely run your business and give you the one thing everyone is limited on, more time. Check out our website at www.vasforgyms.com. That's V-A-S-F-O-R gyms.com and book an appointment to find out more. Now let's talk, we're talking about mission one all the way to mission four. What's the time frame here? Because, you know, we just did one, I believe in, and the, I just felt like we we're just starting to get an understanding, like just barely getting an understanding of, oh, this is what we're supposed to be doing. And when he says that, that's what he means. So, I mean, I experienced that and I was just working with my family, right? Right. <laughs> and Jeff's wife and, and some family members. Um, so what, what is typically, I mean, what have you seen? I just would love to hear some observations. So normally when we run these events and they're full duration, we have three day missions and one night mission. 
The first two day missions that we run people through tend to be shorter missions. So mission one was one of our shorter duration missions. Mission two is also shorter in duration and gets bumped right up to one. We like to put in some breaks in there because people can't go full force all day. It just gets exhausting. And then the training value just kind of dwindles. So we have breaks in there. We have some good downtime where we can do some one-on-one training with uh, Jeff and Blade or any speakers that we might bring in to kind of motivate and talk with our, our clients. But we also have a lunch that will typically cater from some local Texas eatery And then we go into mission three, which is our long day mission. And I won't go into too many of the details there because it's, it's by design. There's a lot of surprise scenarios that are thrown in there, but it's, I like to call it controlled chaos. It's a lot of fun and it's super intense and it's about twice the duration of those first two. Then we'll go into another brief break and training opportunity. Then we throw you into mission four, which I will say is a night raid. So everything is blacked out. We've got tracers on our airsoft rifles. We have our full op four, which is our our enemy teams that we use to kind of counteract what you guys are trying to do. And it is a great time. And then we exfil you at the end, meaning we extract you. And then we stand around a bonfire. We have some beers. We have AAR, so our comments, because that's one thing we always do too, is this is a, a living, breathing program. So we listen to feedback right on the spot and be like, hey, what did you love? What did you not like? What would you improve? What would you sustain? And it's it's just a really good experience. So in this duration, you're looking at typically six to seven hours for our corporate team building events. We can do it a little bit shorter if need be. And if we're doing our military simulated missions for like specialty events, we can get that down closer to about three, maybe four hours. Yeah, a few a few comments. One, tracers and nighttime sound really fun. It's <laughs> a great time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I and for anybody who doesn't know, AAR means after action report. Is that correct? Or that review? is correct. Review. So, review. And so where you go over what you have, what just happened, and you review yes. it. Okay. So just wanted to make sure you know the civilians out there. Of course, I'm a total civilian, so uh, that's okay. You got to catch me. I still to this day, I got out of the army in 2017. I'll I'll throw this lingo out there. People are like what nod and they're like, I don't know what that means. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean the physical. I would I would also say there's there's some physical challenge here, which I think is incredibly important for team building. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times that we you know, trying to make it comfortable for everyone and dumbing it down. I don't think you guys dumb it down at all. No. <laughs> Other than and that's it's not also, live fire. It's also by design too, because in the real world, you're going to have strengths and weaknesses. We all do. Mm-hmm. I have my strengths and weaknesses. You do. And it just depends on the situation. And that goes back into the team building. You know, it's identifying what you're strong at, what you need improvement on, and then being able to work with that dynamically in various scenarios. And so, yeah, that is by design, but everything is also very controlled. And I I throw that out there because sometimes people can be really nervous. We've never had anyone get hurt. We've never had anyone get injured. Um, We've been in operation for a long time with aerial gunnery and there, there is some physical stuff like you're sprinting, right? You're running Mm -hmm. um, to find some cover and concealment, but it is. There's definitely a physical challenge too, which goes back to mental to mental toughness as well. 
Yeah. And I think a few things, a few observations for myself. You're, anytime you're coming into something that you don't really know how it's going to work, there's some high nerves coming on. I think that's a really good simulation in the work environment when you're thrown into a project or something that you're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I literally right. don't know. And I, I remember walking up, I'm like, okay, I've, I've had training in firearms. I've, I've shot a lot of, a lot of firearms. I've never been in a combat situation. I've never been in a Humvee, which you guys have Humvees, which is awesome. Like the real deal, not the silly Hummer thing, but, um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, and helicopter flying around in some of these things. And it's, there's just a lot of stress, a lot of nerves, a lot of like, am I going to, am I going to fail? And, I am uh, personally believing that we need to put ourselves in those situations all the time because that's how we grow. Is this like when you guys deal with corporations or companies or businesses and small groups, whatever, do you talk with the owner or the the coordinator first and kind of look at goals or how does that look? Yeah, um, we work very closely with whoever the event coordinator is going to be on their end. Sometimes it is a CEO of these companies. Sometimes it's a designated employee. But we like to kind of figure out what their desired end state is. It's like, okay, this is our package. This is what we do. These are our goals for you. We're going to develop people as leaders. We're going to develop them for teamwork and we're going to to build personal confidence here. What do you want us to do? And we will custom tailor that. So some of our corporations we've worked with in the past, uh, Red Bull and Dell are our two biggest clients. We also have worked with smaller corporations like Stain Construction, which is a big remodeling firm um, out here in the Austin area. So it's going to depend on what their needs are and not every business or corporation is going to look the same, but yeah, we have no issue with custom tailoring our program for them. How's the feedback been? What what is, what are some of the greatest takeaways that you're hearing from, you know, uh, participants from the experience itself? My favorite thing that I have seen thus far is when people first come in, you get, some various, you know, reads that you get from people. One could be nerves. Another can be, oh, I've been there, done that mentality where they come in maybe a little bit more closed-minded. And then you get some who just come in just eager to learn. So a whole gambit. By the time we are done, every single person is smiling. We've never not had someone smiling and happy because there is something to take away. And that's been the best feedback we've had is, to create something that can be stressful, can be physically demanding, um, and really puts people outside their comfort zone to have so many different mindsets come in, but to see one mindset come out where it's like, okay, you guys really did come together as a team has been the best feedback we've had thus far. Yeah, that's huge. I know that, you know, we have the typical team building activities and that's really what I like about this is it's really kind of thinking outside of the box. We have the, you know, the ropes courses, the high ground courses, the trust falls. But, um, I have issues with trust falls. Personal <laughs> experience there. <laughs> There's a reason they get a they get a name for themselves. Um, right. And and I think if you were to bring something like that to your team, they might be like, yeah, okay, one of these things again. I think if you say, oh, we're gonna have you know a helicopter combat excursion and you're going to do six to seven hours of missions, uh, you 
I'm sure you're going to have some kickback, you know, people like I'm not in shape to do that. I hate guns, whatever right. the case may be. Maybe, uh, would you say it's a fit for any corporation though, for, for any, um, grouping of people? Absolutely. So one thing that we have in our, in our toolbox, so to speak, is the ability to not just custom tailor what the desired outcomes of these businesses and corporations are, but all body types. Mm. So let's say we have someone who is not as able body or they have a disability that needs to be worked with. We can work with that. Um, we've had some people who are like, Hey, I can't move this distance. I have an old injury. It's like, okay, we're going to put you into a support by fire position and we're going to put a, a 240 Bravo, you know, airsoft, of course, on the right. back of this Humvee and you're going to provide fire support. So we give them an experience that is fun, but does not put them at an unnecessary risk that takes away from the experience because we don't want that. The point isn't to, to hurt people and it's not to have undue stress onto the body, you know, long term. It's it's about team building and personal development. So we can tailor to so many different backgrounds and, and we have. I mean, Red Bull, of course, is the extreme corporation. They do mm -hmm. all the crazy stuff. And then you have Dell. Not <laughs> saying Dell not, not saying Dell doesn't have the, you know, their their wild side too, you know. I'm sure they do as individuals, but they are two very different companies. Yeah. And so we are able to work with both of them. And it's it's funny because they also come in with very different mindsets and and they're both pleasures to work with. But yeah, no, we we can definitely custom tailor. I could see just a completely different experience. Uh, you know, throw a Dell Dell employee in with the Red Bull team or vice versa. But you know, that's just stereotypes. I don't know if that's true or not. But you said <laughs> Dell, and I'm like, huh. Well, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> But yeah, I actually had um, one gentleman who was a computer programmer tell me, he's like, I play Call of Duty all the time. He's like, I'm living out my dream. I'm like, yes, yes I love my yes, mindset. Yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> and then you're going to actually get hit and it's actually going to hurt. Those those things actually can hurt. <laughs> they can. And that's why your wife, when she's like, I got hit right here. And, you know, she pointed, you know, basically between her eyebrows yeah. and she was smiling. I'm like, wow, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, You're yeah. All I can say, I think of is she's like, uh, I hope it doesn't show up on my video. She does workout videos every day. I just knew exactly what she was thinking. But, you know, to, to be honest, even going away with it drew blood, it was a well, a bruise right yeah. in between her eyebrows. Even going away with that, she's like, I wish it was longer and I want to do that again. <laughs> I'm like, right. yeah, I know. Um, so there's something about going into higher level stress situations that, changes the learning curve. Is that one of the reasons you guys do this is to just like bend that learning curve in the favor of learning a lot in less time? Yes, because you have to keep people engaged to really absorb information. And even if they can recite information, like going back to the, the PowerPoint example, it doesn't mean they can necessarily apply it. And so when you're in a more intense and high stress environment, it's like, okay, we're going to put these skills to good use. I'm not just having this drawn out conversation based on something I read as a bullet point. I'm actually going to apply this. And people's cognitive and physical functionings change so much under stress. Some people, I've seen them fumbling with reloads, like basic, basic functioning of just their hands. They're like, I can't reload. 
because they're so nervous. Mm-hmm. Now, by the end of it, those nerves come a lot more under control. And so you see them doing reloads. And the same thing comes with this developmental process of being able to communicate. They might be fumbling and stuttering over their words initially. And then afterwards, you see them like projecting with confidence, like you move over here or we need to take that objective. And so it is an evolution that I think you can really only get when you kind of throw them into it. You know, it it builds confidence and it shows them what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. Keeps them engaged too. Yeah. I mean, you said that you've had everybody smiling by the end of this. Um, Have you had anybody crying? No. Well, I had, I had one person, but these are happy tears. And so to not give away some of the surprises during the scenarios, but we threw her up in the helicopter, right? And she's providing support by fire from a helicopter. So she's shooting our op four on the ground and she comes back in and I see like these tears running down the side of her face. And I'm sitting there thinking like, did she jam her finger? Like, did she smack her head? Like what's wrong? And she comes out and she's laughing hysterically because she found one of the op four, this poor guy in the woods and she just laid into him (laughs) (laughs) and she was over the moon thrilled. I'm like, okay, got it on my zombie apocalypse team. You, you might be the person I go to. She enjoyed every second of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, people are going to hear going up in a helicopter. It, I have to ask, is that like random selection? Do you guys look for the right people to go up in that? Because you obviously probably can't take everybody. It depends. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to depend on the corporation. So you're going to have some people who no matter what, they will not go up into a helicopter. Um, And that's okay. Some people are just, they're they're scared of flying. and, And we get that. So we try to get everyone up in those experiences who wants to, and we've found some really creative scenarios. I'll just, I'll say that, that come up during one of the missions. And um, yeah, no, we, we do get everyone up there and provide them with a really unique experience because how many times do you get to shoot people from a helicopter? Like never. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Well, I do want to, I do want to lay it out before we run out of time. I want to lay out that like you're like this, where I did it was at, a, a paintball area, a, mm-hmm. a large paintball area. So there was a downed plane, like a full-size plane, boat. There's there's all sorts of things. There's there's um, old buildings in certain areas. It, it's a pretty cool setting. Is that where you do them all right now? Predominantly, yes. So we have most of our corporate team building events at a facility in Jonestown, Texas. They have 11 different sites there that offer some pretty unique uh, ground to cover from whole mock towns to one site, they call it Vietnam, where they have a down Huey, actually, and a bunch of small buildings. And so we tailor these military experiences based on those surroundings to make it more of a real fill. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely, I mean, I we're, even where we were at is like, yeah, this really is really cool. The environment's really cool. You ride in on a, on a Hummer in the back, you start getting shot. <laughs> you get hit when you're in it, jump yep. out, you get behind trees, uh, embankments, um, you know, uh, 
I think it was a boat, an overturned boat or something of that nature and a, a plane. Random boat. <laughs> yeah, a random boat that's, you know, just happens to be by a plane. Right. <laughs> the two go so hand normal. in hand. Yes, yes, absolutely. Where boats are, planes are. Um, but it was still cool. I never thought of it as a negative. It was really fun. So uh, how many people, because I mean, I would imagine these can't get too big. We can get up to 30 people oh. at a time. We can get them pretty big. And those those are um, some truly interesting experiences. Um, we also are going to be looking at in the near future some huge military simulation events. We're talking force on force of 150 total people. And um, that's, a that's, that's a project that not a lot of information has come out on yet, but uh, we have in the works for this year. That'll be really cool. Uh, so group sizes probably like 10 or 10 to 30 is pretty typical about 10 to 30 yes okay is there a sweet spot in there honestly if we can keep people to no more than about a dozen per team leader that's that's a pretty ideal situation for us but we can incorporate bigger so if we get a 30 person group we'll bring in another team lead who isn't just Jeff right. and Blade. Yeah. So we have some really great law enforcement individuals who are also prior service from various, you know, military backgrounds who can come in and help as well. That's really cool. Okay. All right. So let's get down to the the nuts and bolts. If somebody wants to do this, which you guys know, I'm, I'm planning to put together a group of men just to do it. So there, I have um, a good number of guys in Texas who are involved in things I do. I think it'd be really fun. Um, What's the, what's the process? Is it like, you know, schedule on a day that works for you? Or do you guys only have certain days you're offering? Give us kind of the nuts and bolts of the whole thing. So we predominantly look at the weekends for operation, either Saturday or Sunday, but we can operate during the week as well. Um, if you go on to our Heligunner contact page, my information is on there as the director of operations. So I do a lot of the event planning and coordination. And then Jeremy Stillman, who is the owner of Heligunner, also will take bookings as well. So we know that for most businesses and corporations, weekends are going to be their best availability. Same thing with a lot of special events like bachelor and bachelorette parties. So normally we focus on weekends but we can make weekdays work as well. We just need a little bit of a heads up. And by heads up, we can make anything happen within about a two week window it's not bad. and kind of throw it together. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's not too bad. We've got yeah. a, a nice little template that we use. Our facility is squared away. All of our uh, team members are trained so we can make a lot happen in a short amount of time. That's awesome. I mean, bachelor party, that, that would have been a rad one to go to. <laughs> You know, I really want to see a bachelor party come through, but mostly I want to see a bachelorette party come through. Yeah. Or bachelor on bachelorette party. I have had this <laughs> idea for a while. I'm like, look, we can get them both out here. So oh, if someone's listening, I can, it would be epic. Just that saying. would be epic. And I, uh, <laughs> I'll say before we went, there was a group of just all women, all women yep. shooters. I mean, they were, a, they were like a gun club or something, but yes. that was pretty cool to see. And they were all smiles. So yeah. I know that it's um, not gender specific. I mean, it, we got to get over that anyway. But you are you are the helicopter pilot, right, for this? So I am a helicopter pilot. But because I am overseeing operations, I'm not flying. So you'll see me flying like ferry flights in between event sites. Gotcha. 
But for the primary operations, because I have to oversee everything, I'm not at the controls. I just live vicariously through our pilot at the time. But all of our pilots are incredible. We have most of them are actually um, Army combat veterans. Mm. So lots of experience there from Apaches to Blackhawks. We've got Blackhawk pilots, too. No offense to them. I love them. But a lot of experience at the controls. Yeah, Yeah, that's so cool. Okay, where can um, anybody find you and book with you? What's so cool is a lot of a lot of uh, groups, if they're not in the Austin area, they a lot of them meet in the Austin area because it's such a cool place and it's it's a great place to gather. So I would imagine that this is pretty, uh, pretty cool for a lot of different groups. So what are the what are the details? So if you are looking at coming out and trying one of our experiences or even aerial gunnery, you'd want to go onto our website at www.hellogunner.com and you can go through book now to book with us. Or if you have something that is custom that you want, like maybe a odd hour range or an odd date, you would contact either Jeremy Stillman or myself under the contact us tab. You can also reach out to us through our Instagram page at Heligunner Actual and send us a message. I'm the one that reviews and monitors that whole page. So you'll be reaching me directly and I can respond there as well. Yeah. And you're quick. You do respond. I can, I can vouch for that. So, um, Whitney, thank you so much for coming on and explaining your guys' amazing, uh, business offering or our experiential offering. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Scott. I've really enjoyed being on here and I can't wait for you guys to come out here in the future because we've got some ideas running in the background for you guys. I think you're going to enjoy. Yeah. Well, we'll do it. Make up. I'm making a promise because my wife and kids, I don't know, like I'm going to have to bring them back. So now I'm bound. We'll figure out a way to do that. Thank you again. And listeners, uh, make sure you check that out, heligunner.com, or check them out on Instagram. Pretty active there. And uh, book book something with your team. Like, what an amazing opportunity that you have with this. Thank you for listening to the Stories That Sell podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, be sure to leave a rating and review and subscribe to hear interviews with incredible guests each and every week. 